this is the old show feed for the LGBTQ podcast that gives you news and views from a non-straight perspective. We took the eight out of the name, so the podcast was renamed Not Straightcast, all spelled out as of episode 32. The last episode on this old feed is episode 35. Episode 36 and beyond are now located on the new feed. All the links are located on our website, notstraightcast.com, where you can search for Not Straightcast in your favorite podcast app. Also, visit notstraightworld.com for links to all of our websites. Want to support Not Straightcast? Visit the notstraightcast.com slash store where you can get a Not Straightcast t-shirt, hat, bag, coffee mug, and much, much more. Along with getting some snazzy merchandise, your purchase in the notstraightcast.com forward slash store also helps support the show. Once again, that's notstraightcast.com forward slash store. podcast that gives you news and views from a not straight perspective this is not straight cast 25 for august 27th 2021 welcome to not straight cast i'm joe crinock and i'm code drynock code drynock <laughs> Uh, i came up with that one right at that moment right well you're you're special let's put it that way (laughs) is that the name of your uh, new car oh my god i don't know what to name the car i didn't i wasn't sure if people still named their cars or not i've named my car i'm not sure if i ever told you my name no what's the name of your car bertha (laughs) it's big and purple (laughs) it it looks like it could be a bertha i made a facebook post about it i was like you know do people still name their cars and everybody took the opportunity to send me a picture of their car and what they had named their car and then i was like all right so i guess i gotta name my car i'm gonna need some suggestions and a couple of people made regular suggestions like bob and you know stuff like that but this is a yeah i'm driving around bob today Bob, <laughs> this is a, a bright white car. Yes. And uh, Cherry uh, had left a suggestion that I name it Kamantha. Kamantha. <laughs> like Samantha, but come. Yeah, Kamantha. Kamantha. <laughs> Driving around Kamantha today. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, God. what? Kamantha. My, my, <laughs> like Samantha, but cummy. My great aunt Linda is going to see that. And she's a Jehovah's witness. <laughs> she listening to our podcast. No, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was kind of worried there. Yeah. Yeah. Not be but, much of a Jehovah's witness after listening to this thing. So, yeah, I generally, you know, a lot of times whenever people make club Pittsburgh references and like naughty references and stuff like that on my Facebook, I delete it yeah. just because I do have so much family. I, so many yeah, and you have a little bit of class and, left, right? Yeah, and, and elderly people. <laughs> right. But I thought I thought that that suggestion was hilarious, and that might end up being the name that I choose. We'll see. Well, you know, it's kind of like I took my mom out to eat the other night, and then she said to me, "It's kind of like she was looking at all the waiters in this restaurant." Mm-hmm. 
and she's like, why don't you go hook up with one of them? Because she knows about my recent relationship troubles. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Mom, <laughs> first off, they make two eighty three an hour plus tips. So you want me dating a waiter? Yeah. Two, I'm probably a little old for them, you know? <laughs> I can I can get the age gap. I don't think there's anything wrong with dating a waiter. I'd date a waiter. Oh, uh, no, no, no. I just I was just kind of like just having that pop out of her mouth. Yeah. Because their side is uh, usually a little bit of the conservative side. It's kind of weird, but it's yeah. kind of like when she's with me, it's like, oh, you know, like, yeah, be a little looser, you know, a little bit of a shock. Yeah, right? I, yeah. I, uh, I have a little bit of a crush on somebody that came to the club recently. Uh, nothing major, just somebody that I think's cute. And that's about the extent of it. And uh, I made a comment to Cherry about it. And she was like, well, why didn't you hit on them while they were there? And I was like, I don't, you know, now that I'm the manager, right? I don't want to be hitting on the guests, especially since I'm sort of a particular flavor, sort mm-hmm. of like a, a special interest. I'm not somebody that appeals to everybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so Jason, if, you don't give yourself enough credit though. That's the entire thing. You're a good looking guy. Well, I, I appreciate that. However, they're a guest in my business and I want them to feel welcome exactly. coming to my business without being hit on by the creepy manager if they're not interested. You right? know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind of like you're in a different position now. You know, yeah. if you're just a lowly employee, who cares? You know, yeah. And, you know, yeah, you probably get away with it. But as the manager, it's kind of like, you know, you have to have some class. Right. If I went to Facebook thing, you know? Yeah. If I went to a business and the manager hit on me and I was not interested, mm-hmm. I would never go back to that business again because it would be too awkward. Yeah. It's starting. It crosses the line from nice to creepy, you know, yeah. very quickly. Yeah, very creepy, especially if you're not interested. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Exactly. But uh, but yeah, there's a time and place to hit on people. Is my point that uh, there's a time and place to hit on people, and while they're at your job or you're at their job, may not be the best time. Exactly. Yeah, it's just um, speaking of which, there it's kind of like I just um, have been myself just feeling lately like i don't want to be out and about anymore and that yeah. sounds kind of weird because i normally like doing that there but it's kind of like you know like when you go out and you feel like you've just been out a little bit too much and you feel like you're starting to wear out your welcome a little bit and not necessarily in the sense that anybody wants you to leave mm-hmm. it's just you have that gut feeling in the bottom of your gut that i feel like i should take some time off you know i do i very much understand that feeling and that is partially the reason that I stopped drinking part of the reason that I stopped, I stopped drinking because I drank too much, but part of it was also because, you know, whenever the pandemic ended, I was going out like as much as I could go out, I was out all the time. And but I, but I realize I'm starting to get that feeling even when I don't go out that often anymore. And I'm like, and I don't drink uh, a lot either. So, um, and then, then just give you an idea. I went on a date and I'm not sure exactly how it went. I thought it went well, but I haven't talked to the person since then. Have you tried? Yeah. I mean, well, okay. Let me put it this way. We were flirting with each other beforehand and now it's not happening. So it's either I'm reading into things that Mm -hmm. aren't there or, you know, I've had some other dating experiences that like literally I've met them online. I've talked to them. We've established quite a relationship. We hang out once and then. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of like, what the hell is going on here? And I'm just kind of like, you know, I have a feeling that 
things that even maybe I'm not even seeing because people, you know, I'll talk to, oh, you're nice, you're cute, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's like I'm unconsciously being made to feel bad about myself and I'm the one doing it to myself. Yeah. And I started to realize here as to maybe why that is. Okay. You know, um, you know, since I would say since like my early, the mid thirties there, Mm -hmm. I've started gaining some weight. I've lost it. And then during the pandemic, I, I gained more weight back, you know? Yeah. So did I. And I'm not feeling great about my body right now. Yeah. And so in that case, sir, I decided I have to get out and I have to start working out. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. So in this case here, then, um, you know, I'm eating better though. That's the whole entire thing. So I'm making some positive changes here. Yeah. I'm trying to keep it down the carbs and the carbs I do eat, you know, like quinoa. I'm eating yeah. a lot of that, which is like more protein than really even carbs. I mean, it does have carbs in it, but. It's good carbs, you know. Well, I'm not be sure careful, there's such a thing. Be careful with that mushroom rice because that was good shit and it goes down fast. That's not quinoa though. Or I know, like, I know like, just, like like you know what quinoa is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what quinoa is. I'm just making a throwback to the dinner that you made me. That stuff was really good. Oh, I usually only make that when uh, people come over, to be honest with you there. <laughs> it's good though. But yeah. I hadn't made it in such a long time, I actually kind of screwed it up. It tasted but, fine. Yeah, it was a little I should have not put so much rice in there. But anyways. Yeah, but so you're okay. working out now. Yeah, so actually, after we record this, and we're recording it on Wednesday here uh, around uh, 7.30, mm-hmm. and um, I'm going to go work out, actually, after we do this show here before I come back and edit it. Oh, nice. So, yeah, so we'll go ahead and do that here and get back to the gym. I just have to, you know, just start doing what I'm thinking I should be doing and actually do it, you know? Yeah. Because literally, I was like, for absolutely really no reason, okay? So going back to the whole entire dating thing. Just mm-hmm. kind of like, I just feel like it's like, you know, something's not quite right here. There's something maybe I'm not seeing, and it's just maybe there's something I'm unconsciously portraying right, to people here. And it's just like, you know what? I, I, I realized that, you know, maybe me feeling bad about myself. I don't know. Maybe that's having something to do with it there. Maybe. It is definitely good to have to feel good about yourself. I feel the same way as you right now. I'm not like out there heavily looking for somebody because I don't really feel like I'm in the right place mentally. Yes. With the way that I feel about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, you but... know, plus, as some people know in my life, uh, my last relationship ended really poorly. Yeah, it was it was awful to the point where I had to get legal involvement. That, that's the farthest I will go with saying that because yeah. I'm not going to drag anybody into the bus. Anyways, yeah. it was a so. stinky situation. It was really bad. Literally. Yeah. Anyways, but, uh, you know, and I kind of realized that even, you know, that person coming over to pick up their items from my house mm -hmm. threw me into a tizzy emotionally for a week. Yeah, it did. You know, and I've just found myself very lately just being very cranky towards people. Yeah. Just being very frustrated, you know, generally in life. And like literally this Sunday, I just sitting here, I'm like literally laying on my bed, which I normally will do, but I was like, literally almost bawling my eyes out for no reason. And I'm just like, you know what, Joe, you need to stop feeling sorry for yourself and just start doing what you say you should be doing. Yeah. I.e. working out number two, studying on a more consistent basis and three, yeah. laying off the boys, you know? Well, it so. sounds like you're making a lot of positive <laughs> changes in your life, 
you just you go to the gym and you just sweat out all that self-loathing you know that usually re like like releases endorphins doesn't it whenever you go and you work out and... i don't know i don't work out well I'll, <laughs> I'll 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 let you know how i feel okay so yeah. you know after, after we do this here and we'll see yeah. what happens no, I, I am in a better mood but i can still tell i need something to you know just kind of yeah lift my spirits up and i think that will definitely help matters out and also too i have to do it for health reasons too yeah know? i think so too you know the the most difficult thing is i'm i'm actually losing weight as well i've lost about 10 pounds so far over the last few weeks mm-hmm but my problem is that I get too comfortable in the winter, the fall in the winter. I like to light all the pumpkin scented candles and lay around on the couch and get like a wintertime relationship and just snuggle with somebody and watch movies all winter on the couch. And that is not going to help me lose the weight that I gained. Yeah. Speaking of uh, losing weight, did you have any cannoli at uh, Little Italy days? No, I couldn't find any that didn't come <laughs> from a carnival stand. I cannoli, wanted cannoli in a gutter, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, there was uh, there was a cannoli. Uh, it was called Holy Cannoli, and it looked like a place that made that that homemade them, uh, made them homemade. But it was closed when I went by. And then the next day when I went, it was so packed out on the street that I just said, "Screw it, I'm not going out there." Should have said Holy Cannoli and moved on. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I did. Yeah. So, how was your parking situation there? Well. It wasn't great. I can imagine. Uh, yeah, it was we very were difficult. About yeah, and people were just f- flying up and down the street. I, uh, and so, like, well, so all of the all of the traffic was diverted onto my street. All of oh, Bloomfield's traffic Ugh. was diverted onto my street. And then, and and then people weren't taking it easy to, right. to a bigger residential area. No. Right. So uh, on Saturday. I was out with uh, Cherry, and I keep mentioning Cherry. Uh, I don't know if I've ever said Cherry is the general manager at the club that I work at and somebody that I also consider to be a friend. We get along very well. Mm-hmm. She's your uh, boss, basically, huh? She, yeah, she's my boss, uh, but we've both, you know, before we were in these positions, we both commiserated about our visions for the club and what we would do different if we were in charge. And now you're uh, there. Yeah. And now, yeah. And so now we've got these positions and, and we're both uh, doing quite a bit. Well, so we we're heading out to buy supplies for the club and we're about, you know, a 30 minute drive out of town with traffic. And let's put it and let's notate something. We're not in your new car. Right. We're, we're in, we're in Cherry's, we're in Cherry's car. car. So Cherry's car breaks down while, while we're outside the city. <laughs> It oh, was no. Yeah. At first the air conditioner went off, which sucked because mm-hmm. it was like at 90 degrees that day. Uh, and then the car started to overheat and then she had problems accelerating. So we just pulled over and called one of her friends and her friend came and picked us up. And then a little light bulb kind of went off in my head. I was like, Cherry, you've got all sorts of stuff to do this weekend. Just take my car. Get it the hell out of Bloomfield, uh-huh. and then I don't have to spend the next couple of days worrying that somebody's going to hit it or take off the side mirror or something like that. Right. And it was it was fantastic. So now she and I are sort of sharing custody of my car. Right now she gets a new car in a few days. Uh, but fortunately, thank God I got this car because now we can trade the car back and forth and both still be able to do our manager duties. 
Yeah. So that works out pretty well then. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's just so much more convenient having a car, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So much more convenient. I mean, you're probably noticing that already. It's like, it's like, oh, I can actually go and do that. You know, I don't oh, have yeah. to wait for somebody to come pick me up or wait for an Uber or pay for that. And well, and here's a whole nother topic that we don't even have on the list. I'm going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. I am taking the car uh, Friday morning and going camping at Camp Davis again. Oh, good for you. Yeah, it's it's a, uh, another Club Pittsburgh weekend, so I'm uh-huh. I'm able to uh, expense that. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> hell, that's even better, huh? Yeah. And it's uh, going to be the very first time that I've ever gone out there with my own car and I can take anything I want. So you know how, like uh, in the situation where we went camping last time, it was like, well, I got to watch what I bring. Uh, And then whenever we were getting ready to leave, it's like, oh, is this all going to fit in the car? Well, this time it's just me, no passengers, nothing. I'm taking my air conditioner. I'm taking my coffee maker. Your air conditioner. Yeah, I'm taking taking I, oh, wait. Oh, wait. You're staying in a cabin, aren't you? Huh? I'm staying in that same thing that we stayed that I stayed in last time. Then how are you going to put a window air conditioner in that thing? It is a floor air conditioner with a tube that goes out the window. Oh, OK. Never yeah. mind then. I thought you had a window air conditioner. I'm sorry. Yeah, but that thing, it was like 75 degrees when we were there. Uh huh. And the inside of that thing was boiling. Yeah. This weekend, it's supposed to be 90 degrees. So the inside of that thing is going to be like 110 degrees. So I'm definitely taking the air conditioner. I'm just waiting for you to trip a circuit breaker somewhere. <laughs> I, I don't care. I'll let, I'll let them figure that out. So you're, so you're staying in the hot dog stand again, huh? I'm staying in the hot dog stand again. The weenie oh. hut is what they're calling it. The weenie hut. Basically, the best way I could describe this thing, it's like a small horse trailer. But with, you know, it's all enclosed. It's a, it's so, a pretty so it's like a small decent, trailer. It's a pretty decent sized horse trailer. It's a small trailer, but for a horse it's, trailer, it'd be it's pretty, almost, okay. I, well, maybe a horse trailer is not the best way to describe it. Maybe more like a U-Haul trailer, but bigger. Yeah. A little bigger. It's got yeah. room for, it's got like a, a queen sized bed in there. Yeah. So the queen sized bed fits in three fourths of it. And then you got the one fourth of the area left. There's a little mini fridge and a counter and, yeah. and stuff like that. A microwave. I was very impressed. Let me put it that way. Whenever I watched, I was, I was pleasantly surprised. I thought it was going to be smaller based on the description, but uh, this time be swimming in hot dog juice in your, (laughs) in in the weenie trailer there. But this time (laughs) I'm going out alone. I don't have anybody uh, attached to my hip or staying in the, the weenie hut with me. Uh, Nobody's going to freak out on you three fourths of the way through the trip. And yeah, (laughs) It's just, it's going to be, it's, I, I need this to sort of make up for last time. Yeah. I, I need a bunch of shit to make up for uh, all this year myself yeah. personally. Well, Hey, so. you're welcome to show up out there and camp for a night. Um, No, I won't do that. So I have too much <laughs> shit going on. That's the problem. So gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So anyways, yeah, I think I'll probably just go work out <laughs> anyways. Yeah, that's uh, that's probably a good idea. I sort of see this as exercise yeah. uh, as healthy for me because I don't eat as much when I'm there. I don't eat as many carbs when I'm there. I'm doing things like swimming and walking more. Uh, mm-hmm. So it it does. Uh, it will help with my uh, my weight loss and not hinder yeah. it. Exactly. You'll be swimming and everything there. Yeah, that's definitely going to help you. Yeah, absolutely. Trim off the pounds before we know, Jason, you'll be a little skinny, Jason. Hopefully I at one point weighed 155 pounds in like 2013. Yeah. 
Those were the days. <laughs> Those were the days. Oh, also, uh, did you see that the new Spider-Man trailer is out? Yes, I did. It looks very interesting. Yeah. What's, what's it I called? Think... I forget. It's like Spider-Man something homo. <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man no way homo. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> it was, it's sort of interesting because this movie's coming out in just a couple of months and there, yeah. there was no trailer. So the fan base, everybody's like, when the hell is this trailer coming out? People were talking about it every day. People mm -hmm. were making YouTube videos about it. Like, when is this trailer coming out? Well, a fan leaked it after ah. it was uh, after a private showing of the trailer at a cinema, a cinema, a cinema they, they, convention. They, they uh, probably were expecting that. You know, they're probably just trying to kind of build up. Yeah. You know, I mean, so trust me, they're they're thinking of those things whenever they market it. You you, you probably know that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But uh, so very shortly after Sony released the official trailer. But uh, I'm pretty excited about that movie. Uh, what else is going on in entertainment? Oh, uh, so what is going on with XTube real quick here? Uh, you know, they're owned by Pornhub and, you know, they, they own all those conglomerate sites there. Yeah. Well, XTube's going away September 5th. Oh, wow. Sure if anybody knew that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, as you probably know, X, I'm sorry, uh, Pornhub, you know, had to purge all the unverified content from their site there. Yeah. And so I guess, you know, Xtube's kind of been, you know, Xtube, I think, was the original, wasn't it? And then Pornhub came after. Well, and yeah, then, I think yeah, X, and then, Xtube's and then, definitely and then, older. And then Pornhub just got bigger, you know? And yeah. so I think it just makes sense for them to pare down their properties. But I also think, too, is that, you know, since Pornhub now doesn't really accept uh, credit cards, you know, Visa, MasterCard, you can't use those on there. You have to use either in a, a, a bank draft yeah. or Bitcoin. So I, I think their profits probably are going down there as well. Probably. Yeah. Probably. So um, this will That's be crazy. interesting to um, see. You know, it's I mean, definitely seems to be a crackdown on porn. And we're going to talk about that here in the news coming up next as Not Straight continues after this. If ensuring speed and security for your websites is a top priority for you, then search no further than Voxonix's shared website hosting plans. Voxonix uses SSD-powered servers and provides numerous site acceleration tools that will make your websites load noticeably faster. Additionally, Voxonix has deployed ZFS data storage to shield your website contents from corruption. Also, Voxonix will manage the task of migrating all the websites you need to their system at no cost to you. Get started with a free 30-day trial. You don't even need a credit card at voxonyx.com. That's V-O-X-O-N-X.com. Afterwards, it's only $4.42 per month. Visit voxonyx.com to get started now. Welcome back to Not Straight Cast. I must keep on a saying on Not Straight TV after I say <laughs> Not Straight Cast. Because I feel like it's missing the network it's on, you know? Yeah. 
yeah which i did last week i called this show straight not straight which was this basically the same show but there were but so many straights yeah oh <laughs> uh, originally it was called not straight talk mm-hmm. so and it was on not straight tv yes uh-huh imagine if we had not straight.fm <laughs> sounds like a serious channel doesn't it yeah it does so, there we go. I was, think, I was thinking about getting serious, but I looked at the pricing and it was too much. Yeah, it's uh, one of those cases there. You know, like, like they have some cool channels, though. Yeah. Next Wave is one of my favorite channels. It's kind of like, you know, New Wave, Alternative Pop. You, you know, it's a very cool channel. Oh, nice. I would probably just put it on channel one and listen to all the, like, new popular songs so I could stay up with, stay, keep up with the youths. And <laughs> keep up with the youths. <laughs> uh the youths the youths okay right. speaking of the youths here let's go ahead and get into the news yeah so yeah you know about this only fans drama that of course happened to occur right after we recorded our last show where yeah. they decided to uh get rid of um all the adult content on there pretty much yeah now um today they said that they'll suspend the upcoming policy change to restrict sexually explicit material, citing oh, wow. assurances it received that it would be allowed to be a home for all creators. Oh, wow. We have secured assurances necessary to support our diverse creator community and have suspended the plan October 1st policy change, the company said in a tweet. OnlyFans stands for inclusion, and we continue to provide a home for all creators. So I'm um, asked by CNN Business whether the announcement means the policy change might take effect at a later date, and whether the company agreed to make any changes to appease banks and allow for this reversal. OnlyFans said that the proposed October 1st changes are no longer required due to the banking partner's assurance that OnlyFans can support all genres of creators. The reversal comes just days after OnlyFans announced it would bar creators from posting content that contains sexually explicit conduct, sparking an outcry among sex workers who had helped create the company's success and popularity. OnlyFans said the changes followed requests by banking partners and payout providers. So in an interview in the Financial Times that was published earlier this week, OnlyFans CEO Tim Stokey blamed banks such as the Bank of New York Mellon and J.P. Morgan, who he said had blocked OnlyFans payments to creators and shut down their accounts. Some sex workers were in disbelief following the company's sudden about-face. Just a day earlier, OnlyFans had emailed creators with a link to its new acceptable use policy detailing more specifics about the planned sexually explicit conduct ban and informing creators that existing content that does not meet the standards of the new policy will need to be removed before December 1st, 2021. Yeah, you know, uh, when they saw everybody jump ship to go to Just for Fans, they probably pushed a little bit harder on their banks or... You know the the banking partners that are that are benefiting off of this may have seen that this could have potentially been the downside the downfall for that company. Okay, so here's the deal: mm-hmm. OnlyFans is swimming in cash. Yeah, you know they're making a shit ton of money. Yeah, yeah, they're taking twenty percent of what the, these creators, you know, make. Yep, absolutely. Just for fans takes thirty percent. So people were bitching about that because right. just for fans was a bit higher. Whereas just for fans was jumping on the bandwagon and saying, hey. You know, we're in this industry ourselves. We know, you know. Well, uh, you sort know, of. And, and, and we won't be going anywhere. Yeah. You know, so people are bitching about that. But also, too, the one thing I've just learned in general is tying your boat to just any one anchor and expecting that anchor to just always be there. Yeah. Bad idea, you know. 
Yeah. It's kind of like why not Streetcast has a website. Like right. we changed our podcasting host. We went from using Anchor to using Red Circle. Mm-hmm. Didn't really affect anybody, you know? Right. So, you know, nobody probably could even tell a difference that we changed host, you know, right. other than the fact our ad in the middle is a little bit different now. But I have a lot more control, I have better analytics, you know, and it's just a lot more um, things are better with the new host there. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm not dependent upon them. So if they decide to go out of business, I can just switch it to somebody else and I'll be perfectly fine. You know, absolutely. Now, you were talking about the 30 percent thing. And just to be fair, yeah, uh, because I, I do work with this industry and in this industry just for fans offers you a larger share if you check mark a box in your settings that says that you're exclusive to them at that wow. time. So, and you can uncheck that at any time. So if this month I know I'm deleting all my stuff off of OnlyFans because of what's going on and I don't have my stuff on any of the other sites, I could check mark that box on just for fans and get a much larger cut. And then if I see a good deal with, uh, for my fans or another uh, a number of the other copy sites and i wanted to put some videos up there then i would just uncheck mark that box and that month's payment would go back to 30 percent. that's interesting yeah but you know that's the other thing like i was saying you don't really ever want to hook your boat just to one anchor yeah you know because then in that case you're gonna have that situation where you know if that anchor decides to float away <laughs> oh yeah your boat's just gonna start floating out Middle C, not attached to anything anymore, you know, well, so that wouldn't be too big of a deal uh, if you have all of your content still saved on your computer. So, yeah, in- I mean, no, 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 no. But 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 what I'm saying here is, is that, you know, you might as well just cultivate audiences in multiple places, mm-hmm. just not one place, you know. So in case sure. one of those places goes away, you still have all those other places. So people yeah. can migrate somewhere else. Don't just put all your eggs in one basket. You know, I'm making a bunch of metaphors here. Sure. You know, well, it's just, I mean, and, and, and people are freaking out over it. There's competitors to OnlyFans, you know? Right. There are. There are. The, well, the OnlyFans and Just for Fans are the two major ones. The next one down is For My Fans. And then there are a bunch of other competitors that are smaller. And in my opinion, not really worth getting into too much right now because they don't have a huge user base. The problem with putting my eggs into all of those baskets is then how do I advertise? You know, I get on Twitter and say, Hey, check me out on OnlyFans, just for fans for my fans, Pornhub and all these other places. And they're like, well, what do I click on? What's the difference? Which you know what I mean? Pick your poison. You know, it's kind of yeah, like you subscribe so. to not straight cast and multiple different platforms. Yeah. You know, so that way in case Apple podcast decides to go belly up tomorrow, which I doubt it will. But right. if it decides to go belly up, you know, then you can subscribe to it about 20,000 other places. No big deal. You know? Yeah. I mean, I can, and plus, I can plus everybody uses point. Twitter anyways. You know, you know, let me show you an example here. Sure. You know, um, I went into OnlyFans today because I had subscribed to one person in the past, which I no longer do. But obviously my account's still there. Yeah. And I noticed there was one on the side and I was like, oh, that guy's look cute. I'll click on it there and just see what content he has. Yeah. Yeah. And I realized I had no idea what content he had because he had no other links to any other sites. And all I could see was a very small profile picture. So I know I had no idea what kind of content he offered, whether it was yeah. pornographic or not, you know, and basically it was kind of like, okay, you're hitching your 
your wagon to, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. literally this and nothing else, apparently, because then I was like, let's see if I can find them on Twitter. Couldn't find them on Twitter, you know? Hmm. So, I mean, it's just, I mean, well, then that trust me, I, I could go on and on forever about this. Also, too, the people who put more content on their Twitter than they do their OnlyFans, mm-hmm. really, you know? I'm just kind of like, you know. <laughs> oh, God. I hit two oh. buttons at once, didn't I? Oh, no. Anyways. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, so let's move on and talk about some uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, shall we? Yay. All right. So the following are some highlights from an article on Pink News. It was written by Rice Smith, who gives off some fantastic snark. Uh, If you want to read the full article, check out pinknews.co.uk. But this is, uh, these are the highlights from that article. And it says, get ready to be pounded by RuPaul's money stick once more. (laughs) As RuPaul's Drag Race season 14, more untucked and a second run of the secret celebrity spinoff have been confirmed. Yay. Yeah. With RuPaul busying herself launching lucrative drag race spinoffs around the world and leasing mineral rights to oil companies it's good to see that she hasn't forgotten about her firstborn oh, <laughs> I, good lord i love this author uh it has been confirmed that drag race will return for a 14th season as well as season 14 of the drag race rupaul will also return in secret celebrity drag race which sees returning queens make over alleged celebrities, including Chex Notes, Jordan <laughs> Connor, and Phoebe Robinson. Who the hell are those two people? I have no idea. Uh, anyways. Yeah. The final show greenlit for another run was Drag Race Untucked, which will air a long season 14 of regular Drag Race. The newly announced seasons join an already packed slate for the global drag race franchise. All Stars 6 is currently airing, along with rumors that the format will be expanded in the near future with an all winners season, as well as an international edition. Season 2 of Drag Race Holland recently launched to be followed in September by Drag Race UK Season 3. There's a second run of Canada's Drag Race that has also been confirmed, as well as a third Drag Race Thailand and brand new Italian and Filipino entries. And also not listed in this, I believe uh, there's Drag Race España as well, right? Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The Trump administration. Did you make that up? (laughs) Just read it. (laughs) It's funny. It's supposed to be a joke, but just go and read it. The Trump administration petitioned for a drag race Afghanistan during peace talks, but nothing came of it. I heard he Mike did. Pompeo was a big uh, fan of that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. I, 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 I wasn't trying to trip you up there. I just, <laughs> I just thought it was funny. I just put it in there. That is funny. <laughs> I do it was like, say that is not part of the original article and was not written by Rice Smith from Pink News. But anyway. No. Yeah. But it was like. Drag Race Canada, Drag Race Thailand, Drag Race Italiana, Drag Race Filipina. I just kind of like, how about a Drag Race Afghanistan? Yeah. Oh my I, God. I wonder how that would go, you know? so I don't know. I have no idea how that would go, but right now, <laughs> well, I don't, I don't think it would be... Uh, I I think that I think that topic's too sensitive to continue to talk about. Moving forward, yes, um, <laughs> some good news here, thankfully. Yeah, in a recent article in Outfront Magazine, a new report from the Community Marketing and Insights 
Rockefeller Foundation and the Human Rights Campaign have recently come out with the information that the vast majority of adults within the LGBTQ community have received at least one of the COVID-19 vaccines. That's great oh, news. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, of the 15,042 participants surveyed, 92% had stated that they were fully or at least partially vaccinated. Comparatively, only 71.3% of adults within the U.S. general population have been vaccinated. Oh, wow. Which is still good. You know, we yeah. finally hit that 70% point there, but still. Absolutely. Well, I mean, that it's 30% fantastic. is uh, turning out to be quite tough, and they're going to start learning their lesson here whenever yeah. they're either in the hospital or they're not going to be allowed to do certain things. Right. Like go to bars and go to events and go to yeah. stores and go to schools and, you know. Well, or 92%, go to work even. 92% is really good from within the LGBTQ community. That's a pretty high number. We do, you and I both know people in the LGBTQ community that have not yet been vaccinated, though. And a, it a, just a, apparently we're in the me. hub of the 10%. Yeah, here. Yeah, know. it uh, baffles me. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, Senior Director for CMI, David Paisley, stated that there's multiple possibilities for queer folks being more likely to receive the vaccine. These include more LGBTQ individuals who are liberal and live in blue states and cities. There's also the speculation that the extreme isolation of quarantine greatly impacted the mental health of many Americans within the LGBTQ community. So many were quick to receive their vaccine shots. I also noted that uh, race, ethnicity, gender, and age were contributing factors in vaccination rates. Rates among black LGBTQ folks were relatively high, 85%, as were rates for AAPI, LGBTQ folks, 96%, and white LGBTQ people, 94%. These findings correspond with the previous studies done that highlight the disproportionate rate at which LGBT communities of color are affected by the COVID-19 virus. In particular, black LGBT communities are most often impacted. And according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, getting the vaccine has been proven to be the most effective course of action in preventing the spread of COVID-19, especially now as the highly contagious Delta variant is quickly spreading across the U.S. But misinformation in the protest of anti-vaxxers, the vaccine works. It is necessary for the protection of marginalized and more at-risk groups. So hopefully the rest of those uh, 30% will follow the example set by the queer community and take steps to become fully vaccinated. They probably won't, but wouldn't it be nice? No, you know, and it's kind of like there's always some type of Republican involved in that whole entire situation there. Or they had COVID already, you know? Yeah. (laughs) So A a friend of mine posted about this on Facebook recently about how they weren't getting it because somebody that they talked to one time was a scientist and said that it doesn't work. And my response is the CDC is made up of over 1700 scientists, but you're going to trust this one guy that you don't really know that well. Uh, people are complete morons, you know, Yeah. let's just put it this way. I I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat it anymore. Yeah. 1700 scientists. Yeah. They all have decided that this is the best way for preventing the spread of COVID-19 and preventing yourself from illness preventing further mutations, all of that sort of stuff. I seven, 1700 scientists and people are finding like the tiniest thing and using false information to say that, you know, to justify not getting it. Well, you know, these people pretty spoke meth as well, but 
we won't go there. Yeah. <laughs> I think you you know what I think? What do you think? I think that there is a portion of people that refuse to get the vaccine because they see it as a liberal thing and they're conservative. Strangely, they're not conservative about other things, you know, that's right. the weird part about it. Like they, they just they're doing it out of spite because they see it as a thing that liberals do and they don't want any part in it. Or they're just selfish and don't care about others and they only care about themselves and they're just scared to get it, you know, and yeah. just, maybe they won't be so scared when they're laying on a hospital table trying to be intubated, you know? Yeah. When uh, they're about ready to die, you know? So that's anyways, I, this was supposed to be a positive story, Jason. I know, but <laughs> and, I got, and now we're I know, pitching about it. I know why well, I got mad. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Because those 30% <laughs> are fucking up the, the 70%, you know? Yeah. Uh, all Anyways. right, let's let's talk about a a, a a thingy. You know what time it is? Yes, moment of conclusion. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Oregon residents built and erected a massive pride flag that can be seen from the local high school after the school boards uh, voted early this month to ban Black Lives Matters, LGBTQ, and other political signs, flags, and clothing from the campuses. Womp. Yep. Newburgh Public Schools passed the measure for the three on August 10th. Supporters of the ban said that the signs would cause more division and more anger, while those opposed said that such signs made students feel seen and helped comfort those who had been bullied. So a few days after the school board vote, local farmer J. Bill McCarthy, J. Bill McCarthy, J. Bill McCarthy, shared his idea for a large pride symbol across social media. It wasn't long before donations poured in for supplies and volunteers from across the state offered to help. So McCarthy and his wife, Erin, along with a group of volunteers, gathered on the farm to build a massive 8 by 16 foot progressive pride flag. The flag, painted on large pieces of plywood, was designed by Portland-based artist Daniel Quasar and incorporates the traditional rainbow pride flag along with additional colors to represent the transgender community and LGBTQ people of color. The school was erected. Oh, God. The school was erected. <laughs> Let's just put that school up on the hilltop. <laughs> the symbol was erected on a hilltop on the McCarthy farm, so it could be seen from the Newburgh High School. McCarthy said supporting the pride and Black Lives Matters flags and what they symbolize is not political. Their sentiment echoes that of a parent who attended the August 10th Newburgh School Board meeting. Uh, Terry Harden Moore, a resident of the town and an advisor to the school's black student union, said both her son and another black student had been called a racial slur at school. So the McCarthys, who in addition to the pride flag, have the word love written over a rainbow backdrop on their barn, said that they want everybody to know that they belong in the community. That's a good story. We had yes. a good story here. So, you know, the school should have thought a little more about that, you know. Yeah. And they're just putting themselves on the wrong side of history. Yeah. Know? Yeah, absolutely. I think that uh, I think that what uh, uh, J. Bill McCarthy and his wife, Aaron are doing is fantastic. Absolutely. J. I Bill may love... need a new name, but I mean, that's actually not that bad of a name. And I realized when I said that there, it's kind of like, oh, boy. No, it's I don't think it's a bad name. I think it's fun to say J. Bill. J. Bill. J. Bill. Bill McCarthy. Hey, J. Bill. <laughs> it's like five syllables, just rolls off the tongue. J. Bill McCarthy. I like it. It's time to end this uh, travesty of a show this week. <laughs> oh, I liked it. I had fun. Just leave yeah. all the mistakes in there. Well, that'd take a lot less editing, but. 
No. <laughs> Anyways. Just don't, just don't edit this at all. I would never do that now. I would never put out a podcast without it being heavily edited and <laughs> segments being moved around and segments being taken out and words being put in your mouth that you didn't say. That's true. All right. So <laughs> subscribe to us where all great podcasts are sold. Also, check out notstraightcast.com, which has links to our previous shows, our Facebook, Reddit, Twitter pages, our Discord server, the notstraight.store, blogs, news, and more. If you like us, please leave a five-star review in your favorite podcast app. We want to thank you very much for listening to Not Straight Cast. And as always, until next time, have a not straight one.